Yeah, we are recording the podcast, so don't say anything inappropriate or Patrick will fire me. That's 100% true. <laughs> um, yes, because we never say anything inappropriate. Right. You're the most appropriate. John, don't put that in don't put that in the episode, please. Okay, let's dial it in. Let's do it. Talk about Dita XML. We've been in the weeds for the past several weeks, and we're gonna back up and talk about what Dita XML is. And man, I don't even know if I want to start with a question because you guys know so much about this. Um, but I suppose we should start with Dita and the name. Why Darwin? <laughs> um, so first of all, I think it's it's funny that we're saying that this is getting out of the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, it's same but i think that really the question isn't what is data but what isn't data oh come on stop what can't it do for you what can't it do for you is there's a move it straight to sales right now straight in do you ever <laughs> answer a question like straight or is it <laughs> no i'm gonna be philosophized I, yeah i'm a philosopher we don't, you ask me a question i give you a question back all right, I'm going to step in and actually answer Tim's question, and then we can there we go. and then we can let Jared run off into the wilderness. Um, so the Darwin, the Darwin part of DITA, so DITA is an acronym for Darwin Darwinian Information Typing Architecture. Yeah, awesome, awesome name. Uh, wanted to not confuse people with that one. Um, the Darwin part is the yeah. concept that you can evolve your content. And uh, this is actually a thing that that I've actually written about quite a bit, and Tim and I, Tim and I have talked about quite a bit, which is maybe why I started with it. Um, it's interesting. It's it's the ability that for you to take something and have it behave as a um, in its like base form, and then specialize it basically to have a more specialized um, and different behavior. And I don't know how to do that without getting really, I don't know how to explain that without getting like really technical. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could talk about just, you know, like attribute inheritance too, as part of the uh, maybe slightly higher level so that you don't, we don't have to, I mean, specialization is really cool and it's really interesting, but it might not be something that we have to talk about right now, but the inheritance part. So, you know, applied attribute at a piece of content that's, you know, apparent, something up above hierarchically and the child's going to inherit it as well yeah there's the, there are those aspects um i do think we should probably step back though and like really like ask the base question like what is data yeah what is data like xml i guess maybe starting with the whole darwin and inheritance part was jumping into the middle of the forest but or maybe it's... why why is xml followed data like for people who are who are totally new to this or anyone that, you know, says what's data, it might be good to explain that this is like a flavor of XML. Yeah. Tell me about the flavor of XML. It's delicious. Uh-huh. Um, it's very creamy. But um, so I think the thing to say about data as being a flavor of XML is that uh, XML is really more of just like a concept. It's the idea that you can you can have um, hierarchical structure for data, content, whatever. Um, so you can say, this is a thing. This is a child of the thing. This is a child of that that child. Um, and then you can put stuff in there. Like that's all XML is. It's just tag-based structure for content. Um, 
and really broadly speaking, like if we're going to get like really, really, you know, big picture, there's, there's kind of only a couple of different ways of structuring data and therefore structuring content. Um, you kind of have unstructured, you have tabular, so that's a table. Um, then you have hierarchical, um, and I mean, really, really broadly speaking, I mean, there's other data structures, obviously in computer science, like linked lists and stuff like that. But like when you get into like database structures, um, you know, you have, and then there's, there's graphs as well. And that's a little bit different, but like broadly speaking for content, it's kind of tabular or it's unstructured tabular or it's, or it's, uh, it's hierarchical and XML is really the only good way to do hierarchical structured content, uh, when it comes right down to it. Um, so Dita itself, because actually like docx, like a word document, docx, it's XML. That's why that's the, that's the X at the end of docx. Um, Dita is an open standard that is semantic and, um, not owned by a company. Um, so it's portable, uh, for content. And that's kind of, you know, like if you want to do like the really, really dry 10,000 foot definition, that's what, that's what the XML part of the Dita XML is. So you're saying that docx is Microsoft's flavor of XML in that word processor? Yeah, uh, it's called, I think it's called, so there, <laughs> this is off topic. I did not know that till right now. That's how, that's how the word to data converter operates. It's true. We read off their XML. It, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work on the standard doc, does it? It only works on docx. That's true. Um, all right. You want to do some history? This is way off topic. So, uh, there were two different XML competing, um, doc XML formats, one by open office and also by Libra. Is it? No, Libra is a different one. Um, <clears throat> the, um, anyway, so Microsoft came up with their own format, which was demonstrably worse, uh, but basically <laughs> rammed it down everybody's, everybody's throats. And I think they actually called it open document. Because they have very similar names, um, but at any rate, that's Some things Docx. happened. That's what we're saying. Some things happened. Some things happened, and Docx became so XML. It's like Word documents are XML. Is is the yep. point? Word documents are XML. It's just a proprietary structure. That's how our that's how our Word to Data Converter operates. We map their XML to um, create Data XML based off of it. So the other thing I think is really important to call out here is that. Like using the docx comparison, it's actually become useful. The docx is designed to describe the layout of a document and the formatting of a document primarily. So, like, you know, this has margins, this is bold, this is a, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, Dita is 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 designed to describe the content of a document and be presentation agnostic. So, there's some overlap there. Like this is a list item, but like Dita isn't going to tell you like um, the margin or the indent like distance on that on that list item, um, and that's that's a really important difference because this is why even though DocX is XML, it can't become a web page yeah. because it's 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 really it's it's a XML definition of a paper document more or less. How's that, Tim? That's that's great. I'm sorry. I was just processing that real quick. Um, 
I like I like the uh, the design agnostic portion. So did XML is just like straight up content and has nothing to do with um I don't know, not CSS, but like design formatting and any of that. It's just just content. So you could write did XML in pretty much anything if you knew the entire like language and structures. You literally can't. And fun fun story. We have actually in the early days had people come from writing data in like note plus plus. Whoa. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. Like that's <clears throat> Jared, did you were you around for one of those? I, I wasn't around for anyone that was doing that. Um, but when I that's how I learned. So when I came in and I was doing learning data, I was like, I'm not gonna do this in easy data because I need to understand what's going on under the hood. So I I did all the learning data courses in um, note, uh, yeah, note plus plus. And so I was wow, like that's... typing every character in, into the structure to make sure I understood it. That is entirely unsurprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like, seemed like a good way to go. It's, it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible idea to do that in any kind of production environment. If you like really, uh, yeah. really, 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 really want like to wrote drill. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to, if you want to really practice what you remember and really remember it and have no aid whatsoever from like a, I don't know, a developer's environment, then sure, do it on Notepad. But the fact that you can <laughs> is kind of cool. I even, I even did some linking that way. Oh man, that would be awful. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, we don't endorse that. That's not a way to do this. Please don't. You will waste your life if you do that. <laughs> Yeah, but the very minimum, get a get a, get a good uh, get a good ID. But like you know, the thing is that you can go and you can look at the actual like underlying structure of the document. You know, you don't have to have a WYSIWYG environment. And in fact, a lot of people who write in DITA, they get comfortable enough that they really want to see the structure um, because what they're doing is they're developing content. They're not just writing content. And I think that 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 is a a distinction that has been very useful to me over the years that when you're creating content in data, um, it is something that you're doing. It's, it's, it's a development activity in a lot of ways. Yeah. We got like kind of a very broad definition of what data is. Um, but I think, I think I want to actually back up. I want to do a little bit. I want to say a couple other things about data in general. So one of the things that I think is, I think has been really interesting recently is that, you see a lot of people who put out the whole like data is hard. That's like a, a common theme that, you know, um, proprietary structured uh, companies like to try to dunk on data um, by saying that data is hard, which is silly because like their stuff isn't, isn't easy either. It's just that like data is more, you know, common broadly than theirs. Um, so it's, you know, it's good clickbait. Um, but did a one of the ones that has come out that came out most recently that we've talked about a lot is that um, the headless CMS company tried to go down this route, which doesn't make any sense because you wouldn't use Dita for what you use a headless CMS for, although you could more easily than the other way around, and you wouldn't use a headless CMS for what you use Dita for. Um, and I think there's there's an important point in here, and that is that Dita is not only is it an XML, not only is it um, all these other things, but it's also a 
the base of an information architecture for reference and knowledge content. Like that's, that is like what actually brought it into being. Like if you go back and you look at like, why did it, where did it come from? Like, what is the history of this? It's that people were creating proprietary um, XML um, information architectures for, for technical documentation primarily. And they were reinventing the wheel in every implementation and just the information architecture cost millions of dollars. I mean, it was like incredibly, incredibly expensive. So they basically got together and said, why are we doing this? Why are we reinventing the wheel every single time we do an implementation? Let's take all the stuff that everybody uses, take the best practices, put it into one standard, and then let people specialize. So like that's the impetus for data. It's supposed to be the 80 to 100% solution for reference and knowledge content for basically anybody in high tech. Like it's, it's very software and manufacturing focused. Like that's the two focuses, but like you can, if, if you're kind of in and around that, it's going to, it's going to be like 80 to hundred percent for you. Content rules, but it can be a lot. I'm sure you've noticed that a lot of these topics are connected, but our short podcast episodes barely scratch the surface. Have no fear, because in the description, we have links to videos, blog posts, and other information that help shine some light on some of the more intense, murky topics. In no time, you're going to have a little bit better idea about structured content and enterprise content strategy. Hope you enjoy.